welcome back to a stroke of life podcast my name is anita and today i want to talk about the importance of awareness and how it is beneficial to be aware and in tune with yourself once you truly get to know yourself better and understand yourself and become in tune with your body you will see a major shift in your mindset and life for me being aware of myself and truly understanding myself was a big component of my growth over the past couple of years and it still is i'm constantly working towards getting to know myself to understand myself in different situations every day we go through different days not every day is the same and every day we are being dealt with different situations so i get to learn and understand myself in different situations so today i want to talk more about awareness and at the end i also want to answer a few questions from you guys so let's get started i don't know about you but for me ever since i was a child a lot of my answers to questions were i don't know i didn't know what i wanted to be when i grew up i didn't know what I liked. I felt like I liked everything. I just didn't know what my hobbies were, what my favorite color was, what food I liked, and I definitely didn't know what emotions are. And overall, I just did not know anything about myself. I was just okay with everything. Anything that someone suggested, I was okay with. I didn't care for it. I just did it because someone suggested it. And it was very difficult because I didn't have a purpose in life or any passions. And I was just neutral with everything. I also struggled a lot with the unknown. And... It bothered me so much even up till university I just didn't know what I was doing I went to school and I wasn't even sure what I was studying was what I wanted to be and because I didn't really know myself I felt like oh the best way is to just conform and conform to society and everyone's opinions matter to me and I just wanted to please the whole world. I was such a people pleaser but then my stroke happened and that's when I started to really be like this is enough. I really want to have a purpose in life and I want to be in tune with myself. I want to understand who Anita is and really be aware of myself physically, mentally, and all my emotions. I wanted to find myself and really understood myself. And the first step 
with all this is to truly accept me for me like I talked about previously in the podcast acceptance of who I am I accepted all my emotions the highs and the lows the happy situations the embarrassing moments the moments where I'm angry and all of that I accepted I accepted me and that really drove me to fully try to get to myself and learn about myself and to love myself also as I mentioned earlier I struggled a lot with the unknown I am the type of person that loves to be in control of everything in my life I just want to know everything and the unknown the uncontrollable which is basically a lot of moments that I've had especially when it comes down to my health that weren't that great and it was something that I couldn't control and that drove me crazy but it was also what I needed to push me to find myself in this world and I'm still finding myself in this world I always find myself different before my stroke and even more now and I completely accept the fact that I'm unique and no humans are alike and I do not want to hide myself anymore I do not want to conform with society if it doesn't resonate with me and I just am tired of hiding and just being okay with everything so I had to sit with my thoughts and my emotions and fully open up to me and that was very hard once I started being aware of myself there was a big shift already I grew tremendously and I'm still growing and still learning in all the situations I am going through each and every day with the outside environment and with my body I'm still changing as a 29 year old and there will always be new things that we learn about ourselves and we want to grow with it I believe this is one of the first steps in growing and it's also the hardest step to really just step forward admit it and learn about yourself here are a few ways I started implementing in my life to start being aware of myself and understanding myself better the first tip I would share is to be intentional be intentional with your energy level your time how you're feeling your mood your body everything I try to do this every day just adding intention in my day just it doesn't have to be big something small and work my way towards it for example I started off with being intentional when I am eating so the first thing in the morning I have my breakfast I do not want any distractions only the food that I'm going to enjoy and that's sitting in front of me and every bite I take 
and how I'm chewing and, and how it's going in my body, I want it to be intentional about it. Each bite I take, I am grateful how it is fueling my body and how great this food is tasting and and what it is doing to my body, the nutrition that is feeding my body to be strong and healthy so that I have all the energy I can and conquer the day. So that's one of the things I added to my day to add intention. The more you practice being intentional, the more you start to get good at observing yourself to understand your body. Just adding it into your daily routines or daily things that you do, it's easier to just do it than creating a whole new habit. Number two is to limit your distractions. We are constantly distracted by our environment. Inside and outside, our minds could be cluttered with all the stuff we're consuming with social media and technology. We can be distracted by how cluttered our outside environment too. And sometimes we want to be distracted. It is helpful to deal with the pain that we are dealing and to help to not feel all those pains that we are dealing with. This one is pretty hard because it really forces you to sit down with yourself and to absorb all your thoughts and emotions because having those distractions, everything just comes up. But this really helps with pinpointing what is bothering you right now, what is causing you so much pain and so much stress and it's usually what we want to avoid so just limiting that the distractions the issues or the things that we want to avoid comes out and it is the thing that we really need to just deal with you don't have to go from zero to 100 in a day i just started slowly limiting distractions just by doing a quick meditation going off my phone just for an hour spending time outside even just walking my dog i just do not look at my phone and journaling and those are small things that you could start slowly to limit distractions and now I enjoy those times. I enjoy being off the grid and really just sitting with myself and unplugging without any distractions. It helps me get rid of all the stress in my life and all the times it really helps me clear out my mind being in nature off the grid and unplug and I love doing it now. It's such a, it just feels like I get to recharge and I am renewed and clear-headed and ready to tackle whatever is going to happen. 
So start slowly by eliminating your distractions. And number three is to try new things and experiences. Say yes to new things because we don't know until we try something. It is a great opportunity to learn about yourself and to see what you like and what you don't like. And you could really gravitate towards hobbies and experiences that you like to really pinpoint things that bring up your energy, uplifts you, and things that you enjoy. Like, I wouldn't know that I enjoy a lot of things if I didn't try it, like watercoloring. I was like, this is beautiful, seeing watercolors and people having these cards. I was envious. I always wanted to do it, but with my hand and my deficit, I was like, uh, pessimistic. But one day, I was just like, you know, just do it without any pressure. And it helped with all three of the things that I mentioned. I tried something new. I limit my distraction by just painting and I was being intentional with it really just enjoying that moment and using a brush and painting and it was great I learned more about myself it also helps with getting off my phone and limiting my distractions because I am so focused on just painting and afterwards I have a lot of energy and these are the three ways I started little things to just implement my life and it helped me start noticing more about myself and really understand what my thoughts were, negative and positive, how I felt afterwards and really just understand myself better so that I could grow more. Now let's take a break and after I will be answering some of your questions.
welcome back i hope you enjoyed that mini break and now i am going to answer two questions that i got so the first question this person asks when there's trouble or i don't feel well emotionally i tend to go into my cave especially during the pandemic I find it harder to come out of it because as soon as I come out of it it's so easy to get depressed and overwhelmed, anxious and etc and it sends the wrong message to those around me but I realized I was not the only one feeling this way in this trapped cycle and the question is how do we get over it? So to answer your question, I believe that going into your own cave is a good thing, especially when there's trouble or you don't feel well emotionally, your emotions take over your logical sense. And for me, it's a great thing actually because you could go into a place where it's like your safe haven. It's where you feel the most comfortable where you feel like you could just be yourself and be vulnerable and that is the time where you could reflect, recollect, reorganize your thoughts and process all your feelings and take the time to do things that you feel safe in and to really help ease that emotion or that anxiety or that stress that happened. And yes, it could also be a not so great thing in a sense if we are just going to be in that cave, in that safe haven, in that bubble 24-7. If we don't leave that bubble or that cave, we won't grow and we won't learn anything like in regards to everything else. Everything in moderation. So there's a good side and the bad side. And I see why when we come out of this bubble where we are feeling so safe and comfortable and you don't want to leave and when we come out, we feel worse, we feel depressed, we feel anxious and we feel stressed again. And yes, it sometimes does send a wrong message to those around you, but if they're in your circle, if they're very close to you and if they value they wouldn't take it as a wrong message because they love you they want to know if you're feeling well or not so great so i believe that there's no wrong messages being sent and you're right i believe especially during the pandemic um a lot of people probably feel this way and to be honest i wouldn't say to get over it i don't see anything wrong with this like i said before everything in moderation and there is a time and place for everything when our emotions take over and we react impulsively or our energy is just drained and you know that we're not in the mood it's fine it's actually good to go into that cave because that's our safe haven that's where we're comfortable and it's a great time for us to sit there and understand ourselves and to process and recollect and reorganize ourselves and once we're ready eventually we will be ready we could come out we'll feel a lot better and then 
we won't send wrong messages to those around us because we had that time to recharge in our cave. So I believe that there's no reason to get over it. It's more to accept it and to really just accept that this happens and it happens to everyone and it's valid. We all can go into our little cave. We can get out of our little cave. We could feel certain ways. Everything that we feel is valid. So I don't believe that we should get over it, but to be aware of it and, and accept it. And you already did really well because you're aware of this when this happens to yourself since you're asking yourself and you're asking this question. So that's really good. So I do not believe that we should get over it. I believe that we should accept it and people around you that love you will understand. And the second question I got was how do I deal with health anxiety? I still to this day deal with health anxiety. It got easier. I'm actually a lot better with it, but I wouldn't say I'm a, it's 100% gone. I'm getting better at processing it and taking my time to understand it and calming myself down. But in the beginning, it was really bad. I would get panic attacks, anxiety attacks, and that wasn't great. I didn't have to go on any medications. What I did is, in regards to the day, stop it awareness. I really, instead of just focusing on working on health anxiety, I worked on awareness overall in general. I just wanted to be aware of myself and aware of my surroundings. So that really helped being made aware of me, where my emotions are going to be, how I will react, what will I do, and understand that part once I knew I would get panic attacks I would feel like that I know that it'll be over it'll take a while so once I am aware of getting panic attacks and know that I'm not going to die I will be fine and the feeling will go away I just sit there I sit through it and I try to figure out things that work well for me and that takes a while because it's not like oh the first shot I get it of trying new things so I really try implementing different things that help with using my anxiety and it's just really trial and error so what works for me is that in regards to my health anxiety I know that when I get anything in regards to health from the doctors from the hospital I just react to it without even opening the letter I will start to freak out so I have to just stop myself there and try to just sit there and process the whole thing talk to myself then I will open the letter or read whatever the doctor says or what the hospital sent me usually it's just a reminder for an appointment or an ultrasound or like a test and it's not a big deal and I always tell myself there's always good and bad news don't always just assume the worst how bad could it be from what I know already so what really works for me is just take a pause talk to myself recollect myself and 
I go read whatever is on the letter or in the system for me and then I process it. I like to go into my own little cave because that's where I feel safe. It's my safe haven and that's where I will process the letter of whatever news I received. In this little cave, I could cry, I could be angry, I could be frustrated, I could do whatever I want because it's my space. And once that is over, I feel a lot better and then I feel like I'm ready to talk to someone. So I will, will end up talking to a close person like my partner, for example. I just blab everything out, whatever I'm feeling and oftentimes that just helps me get a load on my shoulder and I instantly feel a lot better. And that's how I cope with my health anxiety. I still have health anxiety but it is manageable and that's what I do. I take a little pause, I have a little freak out moment inside. I call myself, recollect, accept whatever message comes to me. I go to my cave, my safe haven where I'm comfortable, where I could be truly vulnerable, the most raw I could be, read whatever message I got, do whatever I need to feel better, cry, write, do anything to self-soothe myself. Once that is all done, I talk to someone about it, usually my partner, and I just blab everything out and I instantly feel a lot better. I stop being anxious. I The tip of my emotions are starting to fade with all the processes I do and then my logical side of me is coming back out. So then now I'm more clear-headed and I could think of what needs to be done if there is something that needs to be done or if there's nothing to be done like it's just an appointment then it's just an appointment I just write it down on my calendar on my phone and that's it so those are the two questions that I answered and I hope you enjoyed this episode thank you for listening and cheers to growing